They talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they talking all of this madness, talking all of this madness. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Matt Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'm your host for tonight, Aloy Aaron Lloyd, and we back, ladies and gentlemen. WWE gets fans back in attendance, and I get co-hosts back in attendance. So welcome back at Two Fly Eric Trambicki. Um, Thanks for allowing me. Oh, uh, yeah, and uh, for prep, I'll just say same shit, different day. <laughs> I hear him snoring, and I hope they hear. Old beer's cracking. I'm back, baby. <laughs> All right, so uh, we haven't heard. Well, they haven't heard from you since I believe the first week of. Yeah, that that too. But uh, more recently than that, uh, I believe the first or second week of September. So a lot's changed with you. You actually drive places now, and um, oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah, and you're international, and not quite international, but you're Hispanic again. Congratulations. Mama wow, that's what we're doing. Hispanic again. I never knew I lost my. Uh... Well, 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 you'll be you'll be Dominican with me. Don't worry, that's all fine with me. And I hate it here again. <laughs> All right. Welcome so, back uh, to that madness. Tell everybody what you've been up to. Oh, man, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Still uh, trying to sell cars when I can. Still uh, hunting figures. Uh, you know, the wrestling fandom really hasn't changed. Um, there's a lot of content out there. Uh, I'm excited for this week. You know, WrestleMania, we got first WWE event in over a year with fans in attendance, a lot of interesting stuff going on, whether it be big debuts in AEW, changes of the card or returns on WWE, their their main card. And I even would think, um, which I haven't felt this way in over a year, but NXT is kind of uh, ramping things up and kind of almost getting my interest over there. Yeah, and um. It'll be foolish of me not to point out the hat. Welcome to outside. That's what we're doing. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. I'm just gonna keep on you, going. You, oh, oh, so Prep's not here. So now, now you want to bring that up? <laughs> oh, if he was here, I would have definitely got him. Nice. I was about to say, I'm pretty sure, like week number three, you and I got a selfie, and I think we both got fitted on uh, week number three, episode number three of uh, Matt Madness. I'm trying to go remember. back to 2016. I don't think it was. You had a fitted on. I know I had a fitted nine weeks straight. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah, I had to look cute on camera. Uh, <laughs> I, I said nine weeks straight. We were on camera for three weeks. Go figure. <laughs> All right. So, uh, WrestleMania is this weekend. You just talked about NXT. Um, I'll just, since you brought that up right now, I'll probably just get this out the way. Um, nothing is going to top O'Reilly and Cole as a wrestling match this weekend. Agree uh, or disagree? I, I'm, I'm impressed you say that. Uh, that's actually like... I think that that probably will be good. That probably will be entertaining. But it's really not even be a wrestling match. It's going to end up being like, it's a street fight. Um, I don't think that being a match tonight, I don't even think that's going to be, or the two-day fiasco. Um, I'm really looking at the mid-card. Um, you know, being, being the belt mark, when the NXT North American Championship came around, I, I said... I hated the belt. I thought it was horrendous. That's one match I'm really – I'm not really invested in any of those six guys that are going to compete to face on night two, and I'm really not loving Gargano as a heel. I just really haven't been able to bite into that. However, 
this cruiserweight title unification match. Um, you know, I feel bad for the Irish guy, uh, Jordan Devlin. I just, you know, if it wasn't for the pandemic, he would be the cruiserweight champion the whole time, unless he would have been, he would have dropped it. The Santos Escobar guy, I'm not a huge fan of, but he delivers in the ring. Um, I was mentioning the prep the other day. I really don't like him because he looks like my boy Omar from work. <laughs> No, like it, this is Mill. He don't look Hispanic. He looks like this Indian guy I work with. That's ne- northern, uh, neither here nor there. That's that's a ladder match. This is going to be a ladder match. NXT has been delivering for years with their ladder matches. Uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that match. Uh, I don't like how they're all of a sudden now portraying that Jordan Devlin is the the heel going into the match and Escobar is getting uh, portrayed as the babyface. But I'm looking forward to that. Um, and outside of that, I'm really looking forward to the NXT UK title match. Uh, Tommaso and Walter, I mean, we've seen Walter have great matches with no names in NXT UK. Uh, my favorite match of, I believe it was 2019, was Tyler Bate and Walter. I'm, I'm a huge Tommaso fan. Him and, you know, once you pulled Gargano away from him, I lost all interest in Gargano. But when they were having their feud, the matches were great. He's believable he's fun to get behind he's a badass uh, I, i'm really pulling for gargano to win um if if not gargano i i don't see who's gonna dethrone walter ever um and then what are they gonna do try to give him some like 1970s world title reign i don't know but i'm really looking forward to that especially tomaso has been getting beat up for weeks so i i could really see him actually pulling this off so the Walter and Champa thing that's happening currently. Well, tonight, um, I'm not sure. I don't, from what you're speaking of, you haven't seen it either. Have I? So I'm looking forward to yeah, that. Yeah, I, I tried avoiding everything from Wednesday night because I knew we were doing this. Yeah, and then uh, you brought up Santos Escobar as the cruiserweight champion. Now I'm not sure if you ever revisited this, but last year when they had the whole cruiserweight tournament because Jordan Devlin couldn't return to the states due to COVID, Santos Escobar and his feud with Drake Maverick was a really good feud. It really was. I really enjoyed like catching the clips. Like the clips caught my attention. Even you know WWE with their video packages and they're trying to like capture Drake Maverick trying to get his job back after being released. I thought that was an excellent feud. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm taking in everything you're saying. Yeah, I thought that was a great feud, especially for like the cruiserweight division, which is essentially turned turned into nothing in the last few years. Go ahead. So. I, I didn't. I wasn't watching that because I think that was like early AEW period. Do you recall? Like, did so? What, did Santos eliminate Maverick? I don't recall the exact the exact, but I know they had a feud over the title. Okay, okay. So, was, so this was like probably, this was like right when COVID hit, when okay. Devlin couldn't get back to the states to defend the title. So I don't think it was against Maverick, but when, again, I was just talking to prep about the. NXT Cruiserweight title scene and he was mentioning something I was telling him I'm not a fan of Santos Escobar he brings up some early championship match he had it may be the champion the match he won the belt in but Preb was like that that was that's an underrated match of the year and I'm like yeah like I I I don't know about the match yeah I'm like wow some of them you know yeah due due to it being Cruiserweights a lot of that got um shoved underneath the rug but yeah it definitely like him and Drake Maverick, their feud, especially with Maverick's story, was like an underrated rivalry of the year, which I would actually like highly recommend actually going back to watch. I, I may do that. And the thing, I, uh, I'll tip my hat 
to uh, Santos about <laughs> is he um, – I think one thing he does really well is he's so good at being a heel. Like, I don't like him. He's, he's a heel. He's a bad guy. He's doing his job. And I'll – you know, it's the Mad Madness Wrestling Podcast. I'll take this full circle. I think any longtime listener knows uh, if you're a really good heel, sometimes I really don't like you. I mean, I, I respect The Miz now, present day, but I was – you know, a tyrant on here for the first 150 episodes, uh, slaughtering his name. So uh, maybe, you know, maybe he's just doing really good at his job. But I'm looking forward to that match. Yeah, and one thing, another thing about him, I'm not sure what character he was, but he was a Lucha Underground. So you talked about him being such a good heel. Okay. Alive in... in we might I might not have watched Lucha Underground as much, but I do, ho- I do hold a lot of... Everything everybody on that show did in high regard because yeah yeah anyone that came from there that's why like you know there's there's some people that I I know you're iffy about um, not to do it but <laughs> you know I always tip my hat off because I saw him do a lot of great matches on that that program yeah because like Lucha Underground I I kind of will get into that a little bit later with a point I got to hit on now Brian Cage I always thought he was a phenomenal athlete and. The thing with Lucha Underground is like they had like kind of like a cinematic aspect in, on telling stories. So Cage actually shined in that role instead of like more of like having like the cut like quote unquote wrestling promos. If you, you you understand you got you see where I'm coming from on that point. But yeah. but like he I'm not sure what character he was, but I know he was Lucha Underground, and I hold everybody in that company in high regard because that show was a really underrated show and it really did deliver. So getting to WrestleMania. Um, not a great build, um, as usual, per going to WrestleMania. There's like maybe less than a handful of things actually built properly. And um, I'll start with night one, WWE Championship match between Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lash. I will, I will early on tip my hat off to the excitement of outside of Shane McMahon. One Shane McMahon, one Bad Bunny. So you got one celebrity and one <laughs> Shane McMahon, his family. But there's really no... Part-timer, yes. no mm-hmm. old-timer in this. So, yeah, so the first time in years we get one part-timer. But, New York. but I won't, years to yeah, a decade plus. Yeah, that's true because I, I won't count Shane McMahon and Bad Bunny is the yearly celebrity they usually get. So I'm not going to hold that against them. But yeah, Man. only but basically no part-timers on this entire card. Everybody's been there throughout the entire year. Minus Shane McMahon, but he works there. So that's okay. So WWE Championship, Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. It's going to happen on night one. And, uh, Lashley, he defeated The Miz on the March 1st Raw. McIntyre and Sheamus eventually kill each other up until Fastlane. And this match got set. And also, um, for some odd reason, Sheldon Benjamin and Cedric Alexander got kicked out of the Hurt Business. And Odd reason, some senile old man uh, outside of Connecticut, but we ain't going to get into that. <laughs> so, so me personally, I believe this actually opens night one because in the last episode I did last month that I mentioned that this WrestleMania specifically about getting Drew McIntyre and Rhea Ripley their moments that they didn't get last year. And the hottest reaction is going to be the opening matches on each show because there's no pre-show. The pre-show is is essentially this whole new WrestleMania SmackDown thing coming up. So there's no pre-show. So the first entrance going to happen at WrestleMania is the first entrance the live crowd is going to see in over a year. So like I said, I think this WrestleMania is built for McIntyre and Ripley to get their moments. And... Before you give your thoughts, well, after you give your thoughts, I want, I'm going to pose you this question, and I want you to answer it. If McIntyre wins, 
does this fail? Because Bobby Lowry has been so good and universally beloved over the last three months. Does this fail McIntyre? Like, does this turn the crowd against him? Or? Yeah, so, yes, because this, yeah, because since it's the first entrance, that, that's another point too. Since it's the first, I think it'll be the opening match, so McIntyre will get that hot crowd. The crowd will be hot for the entire thing. And he was shunned on getting his moment last year. But Bobby Lash has been so universally beloved and praised over the last few months. And, you know, um, I, I think it's I think it's a complex spot. Um, it is complex. Mm-hmm. I, I like... I like your take on the way that the, the night could go. Um, and I'm not trying to be anti on any of the females. I think, I think they're putting either women's match in a very hard spot to go on last. Um, outside of Royal Rumble matches, Rhea Ripley has never performed in a crowd like this. You know, she was she never had a match on Raw. Bianca Belair never had a match on Raw or SmackDown with the crowd, correct? Or, um, or was she correct. there? Well, she they, may, she may have been her main roster for a cup of coffee before COVID. They had, um, no, she debuted either the, at WrestleMania or the night after WrestleMania, but they both did the takeovers in front of fans. But there's nothing like the WrestleMania Take. crowd. True, true. Okay, okay, okay. So I was wasn't thinking of takeovers. So I'm just. I mean, I, I don't, I don't see there being any chance that the SmackDown Women's Title goes on last. Um, I feel like Sasha's stardom would make more sense to go on last if uh, one of the two women's match would. Um, definitely would be a huge moment for Rhea, um, Rhea and Asuka. Um, so I, I like that idea. I don't know how the crowd would be uh you know receiving to that um i don't think in going back full circle to the wwe championship match i don't really see they can mess up i think if drew mcintyre wins you know he he didn't get that moment winning the title last year at mania in front of people i think if he wins he's still gonna get the luck i think if bobby lashley retains you're gonna get diehard fans that got a couple cold ones in front of them or people that are Lashley marks that are going to embrace the moment. But then you're going to have a lot of McIntyre fans in that crowd that are going to be booing and that's going to be a hot bow. Either way, I think, I think you're going to get a great reaction. I, I, I don't think the crowd reaction can go wrong in this match. I did see a funny meme earlier. It was like, yeah, WWE went, you know, uh, 13 months without fans. Just, just, just so, uh, in the first 10 minutes, they can have 25,000 people chanting CM Punk. <laughs> yeah, I did see that one. And also, like, oh, I gotta put this. So, with Bobby Lashley, like I said, universally, universally beloved. And, like I said, it would be smart to put this match on first. And um, I do think, skipping ahead, I do think Sasha and Bianca will main event. We'll put a chicken sandwich on it. And, and, uh, you think they're going to main event on night two? No, they're night they one. Win? I think the SmackDown uh, Women's Championship. I think that Bianca and Sasha main event in night one. And I. Oh, th- oh uh, I don't know why. I think I was just. I, and I know. I literally. I have the nights broken up. Yes. I, now your point makes even more sense. Okay. I literally thought. And I'm like, wow, this is fire. But the reason because you started making the Drew and Rhea getting their moment. 
Um, I think you're even more right now. Okay. Because Sasha and the main of Sasha in the main event will make sense. And they got their little thing going on on social media. I, I hope you're right. Okay. So no chicken sandwich. Maybe, maybe we'll find something to disagree with you know, a bit more later. With a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I know what you're thinking about. So, so with that being said, um, I know you were, you actually con- went out your way to congratulate the Miz. It wasn't me. It was you. Um, what did you think about Lashley? taking the title away from the Miz so quickly because I actually had to explain to somebody on Instagram and um he made valid points but I God to, bless you. Uh, it's like you he, explained something on social media to somebody. Yeah, I know. But um like he made valid points but then I'm like, look, this is WWE, it's, it's political. And yeah. if, when they're trying to get something over and get a point across, they're gonna do it. So what were your thoughts on the Miz capturing the title and losing it so quickly? Um I had a lot of thoughts on it. Um I think it was a nod of respect um, in a couple ways. Um, I never even thought of it. I never realized he was the first person to ever win the Grand Slam twice. Um, so that gives him his own accolade. First person <laughs> to do it twice. Um, it gives him the accolade of over a, a decade goes by. He wins the WWE title for a second time. But it gives him that notch. Boom. Not only are you former WWE champion, it wasn't a fluke. Boom. Here, you get it a second time. With all due respect to him, the current WWE title looks way better on him than the spinner looked with that stupid old haircut he had. (laughs) Um, He got good pictures out of it. He may even get a figure one day out of this. (laughs) Um, He got a lot of love and respect. You know, he's he's always there. It, It was a nod to his work ethic and just being a company guy. I think... I think as somebody that isn't a fan of him, it couldn't have went more better. You know, he got the nod, he got the respect, he got the accolade. He was a perfect transitional champion. McIntyre didn't need to get hurt. It took McIntyre getting demolished by Bobby after a match. Miz cashes in. You got MVP orchestrating all this, and MVP has literally been the MVP of all men's divisions in WWE for over a year. Um, so I, yeah, I loved everything about, I love everything about the way it happened. I love how everything has transpired since excluding the breakup of the hurt business. So who wins? Like I said, um, they can't do this wrong. Bobby wins. It's fine. McIntyre wins. It's fine. I want Bobby to win. I hope Bobby wins. McIntyre's going to win. It's the first live match in front of a crowd. Um, you need that baby face pop. Yeah, I agree. It, but it, it, it's got to be it's got to be also a good match. It, it can't be no squash. There's going to be false finishes. It, I'm. Very excited to see how this happens. It's a match, and for everyone listening, this is something you got to watch live. I'm, I got to do everything I can to not be starting 15 minutes behind, an hour <laughs> behind, two hours behind, because you're, you're gonna want to feel that. There's gonna be emotion, whether you're watching it um, alone on your iPad, your phone, a TV with friends, with family, or if you're lucky enough and you're gonna be in Florida, the the reaction is gonna be good. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm going with Drew McIntyre as well, and. For something that has like an excellent build, 
And this might be better than the WrestleMania 30 stuff, in my opinion. That's just my opinion. Um, the Universal Championship, Roman Reigns versus Edris and Daniel Bryan. Now, I can make an argument for anyone winning this match. Um, the chase for Daniel Bryan to get into this match alone has been amazing. Um, the match he had, he had with Roman at Fastlane was an awesome match of hands on a match of the year contender. Uh, Bryan, like, knowing that he can't fight Roman, so he's trying to out-wrestle him the entire time. And there was a scene, well, a segment early in the night where Roman said he never tapped out, and Bryan gets him to tapped out, but due to referee being down, Edge breaking up the yes lock, Bryan doesn't win the title, and then he basically holds SmackDown hostage and points out Adam Pearce's hypocrisy of saying, well, I'll challenge... I'll, I'll have I'll I'll face the winner of WrestleMania um of the Universal Title match on night two if they, they go wrestle night one he says no I can't do that to the champion he's like oh but you can do that to me you know I love the I love the effort that he put in to try to get into this match and Edge has done his role well as too because even though like it'll be like his anniversary of him actually retiring he's left a lot of the face aspect behind in this situation and he's basically like last week on SmackDown he talked about how. He's kind of found the re found refound the radar superstar in the ultimate opportunist and actually playing to that tweener role. Even when Brian was inserted into a triple threat match, even like trying to work with Roman, say, look, we can't get Brian to this match. And all these parts are working for me. There's so many layers to this. And you can say easily say that in like all this effort, like when I say that I don't know who's gonna win, honestly, because all this effort just to get Brian into the match. It doesn't seem like all this effort is for him to just take the pin. Because it's a lot of effort it, it, effort to take just to get him into a match. Your thoughts on this? Outside of him just taking the pin, what I heard and what I think makes sense, but it's kind of surprising. Um, I, I, I've read a few reports, but it makes sense. And I almost have a hard time thinking this is how it would happen. Yet Edge is a part-timer. Edge or old-timer, retired guy, a Hall of Famer, comes back, wins the Royal Rumble again insert into this, you know, the, the title picture. So if Daniel Bryan's getting inserted just because Edge winning would be getting him booed, they needed someone to get cheered in the match, I don't know. Or, or they really just didn't want Roman Reigns, a full, the full-blown bad guy, the heel, getting, getting cheered. So they needed somebody to get cheered. Daniel Bryan, the most lovable character WWE has produced since Punk left. Let's let's put him in there. He'll get the cheers, the admiration, X, Y, Z. Um, and, and like you started us off, the thing I really enjoy about this, I, I, there's really a strong case for any of the three to win. Plus the background story of all these guys having their career almost cut. Yeah. One thing about you said about the cheers. Me me talking about Brian and um, inserting Brian, it wasn't mainly about cheers. It was more about... For him to get the fall to protect Roman. And then like you can go a very away because at a certain point, Edge and Brian have to have a match. Because all this altercation, all these altercations between the two, and they've yet to have a singles match. And Edge won't even have his single match for Roman. So there's a lot of ways you can go with this. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like I can make a legitimate argument for basically anybody winning. And it's not many times in the triple the match you can actually do that. Yeah, I, and I'm I'm obviously I'm I guess I'm trying to compare this to uh, the first New Orleans WrestleMania, and I'm trying to think, like, I, I guess everyone kind of thought, all right, Batista's going to win or Daniel Bryan, and kind of thought, oh, Orton really doesn't got it. But this one, you really think, well, you can't really see Roman losing to anyone right now. And, like, 
But Dan, Edge, you need this feel good moment. Wow, ten years, boom, gets the title back. But Daniel Bryan, wow, what like, wow, to you know win the title as a babyface, he hasn't done that since coming back. And then it's, you know, there's, there's you can really just go around and around and around. It's, it's really hard to call. Yeah. So with my pick, I'm going to go with Edge based off that promo that he cut on SmackDown last week about him trying to him finding himself again and dropping the line of the ultimate opportunist. Like I know this isn't like um, like a Marvel movie or anything where I have to pick when I'm hit when I'm picking out specific words, but I think like that character. That, that moment with, with Edge and his change in character is going to bring out the old Edge, and he's actually going to steal one in this match. I think Brian may actually like knock out Roman, and Edge just end up take, um, picking up Daniel Bryan as, a, as scraps. Or Roman and Edge, they both take out Brian, and Edge picking up the scraps in that regard. So, my guess, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Edge. I think Edge wins. I think he takes it. I think he gets the beautiful moment of being gone for 10 years. 10 years since he lost the belt, blah, 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 gets the strap again. Um, three years ago, you and I and a few other people went to New Orleans for WrestleMania. That was Daniel Bryan's return match, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. The tag match? Yep. Um, and I said when we previewed that before making the trip, I was looking forward to the match because I was backing Daniel Bryan, and I was not a Daniel Bryan fan at the early stages of the Yes movement. I want Daniel Bryan to win. I'm pulling for him. <laughs> um, you know, I'm trying to come up with like a, a cheesy reason or a good reason. Like, do I want to see him just with the accolade? Maybe I just want to see him. Maybe I just want to see him with the blue strap. Maybe I just think that will look good on him. I don't know. Uh, but I'm definitely pulling for D. Bryan this one. Uh, yeah, like I said, like the effort just to get him into the match, it makes you think, like, you, you're going to put all this effort in just for somebody to take a pinfall. Yeah, I, I guess we just got to wait. We won't really know. Now, this next match, it shows that you could tell long-term stories in wrestling in 2020. Well, 2021, that is. Randy Orton and The Fiend, this is going to happen on night one. Um, the only thing I can say... Now, when, th- you, when you say long-term, are you going back to Mania 33 or whichever it was, 32? Well, I want to forget that, but I mean for at least... This is started right after Hell in a Cell, so October to now. And then the fact that Bray was gone from TLC until Fastlane, he was gone for three months. So there's, there, you could tell a six to seven month story easily in 2021. And the only thing that I'll say that they done wrong, they did wrong in this entire situation was nothing happened on this week's past Raw. And um, one, one thing I was looking forward to with The Fiend when he eventually returned, and I told him about the last episode, like I wanted him to... Come back in a second form. I kind of want him to evolve. Somewhere like um, Shredder turning to Super Shredder and Ninja Tur- TMNT2. That's something I wanted to see. But we got him returning burnt from his Inferno match with Randy Orton, which I will accept because that's actually showing up in a different form. And I have my concerns with this. Alexa Bliss, I think, has carried this immensely because the fact that she's also transformed over the past few weeks past weeks during this feud actually goes hand in hand with the story with her evolution and her and the way she's in her character change and she's she did she her and Randy Orton's chemistry was amazing I thought that was awesome but I do have concerns with this because due to the transformation we're not getting a funhouse match and 
we lucked up last year in getting that match and the Boneyard match because of the pandemic and the circumstances. And I rewatched the WrestleMania 33 match. It still sucks. That's the first time I saw it since I was there live. It was still terrible. And I'm not sure what to really expect because then you have to assume that this is the fall, the, the, the this is the blow off. And I have I don't I have minimal interest seeing an actual match between these two at this point. Now, will they end? Will they begin the match in the ring and then a bunch of other? How shenanigans? often do you actually want to see a Bray Wyatt match? Exactly. Um, does, with this match, do they start off in the ring and it turns like a bunch of other stuff? Because remember that Funhouse match did end in the ring, so I could possibly see some shenanigans happen. And it'd be some type of seg- video segments in between this match, and they finally end the match in the ring. I can't see that, but I have concerns, and that's my concern going to this match. Will it be anything like WrestleMania 33? Because it's like at this point, where just a one-on-one match between these two, what can you pull off? Man, I don't know. Uh, you know, I almost feel a little bad for Randy because you can tip tip your hat enough for him because he's definitely done his part in this feud, and he's done his part during this whole pandemic. Um, I'm looking forward to this feud blowing off. I'm, I'm happy that, you know, they definitely got some time in it. It has not been the modern day feud because it has gone on for quite some time. Um, and I feel like with how great Orton has been, he should get the respect and go over. But he went over at the prior Mania match they had. So I'm anticipating some type of entertaining, crazy match with someone blowing up or something. <laughs> And I guess Orton gets a few month break, and my prediction is gonna be the Fiend taking it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Fiend as well because I'm interested to see where he goes from here. Because also, I said this months ago, they need to keep him far away from the title, far away. Because at this point, it's like every time he wins it, he just quickly loses it. And Has I he what, won it more than once. He's won it well, twice. He had it for that week after SummerSlam. He lost to Roman when Braun took the pin. So he's he's had it twice. But even when he lost the bill, yeah. even when he lost yeah, the, the I don't bill, I remember his reign after Bill. Yeah, but he lost the bill, and like that didn't go. Oh, like, yeah, because you had you had old you had um, Blues Clues and old school Bray Wyatt yeah. lose, and then the Fiend beat Braun. Yeah, so that's my concern. I don't need him anywhere near the title. So I'm interested to see where he goes, and like even like the way his character changes. Will he go back to Blues Clues, Brett, as you put it, right after this? Will everything be all sweet again in the Firefly Funhouse, especially with Alexa, because Alexa's going to play a role in this match too. But I do hope we kind of get some similarities to a Firefly Funhouse match on screen. But I, like I said, the last year's match did end in, the, in, end in the ring in a weird fashion, but it did end in the ring. True, 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 true. So yeah, the, it's, it's definitely not the thing I'm looking the most forward to this weekend. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Like, even though this... This build to a lot of these things have sucked. This was yeah. the main thing that's been excellent. It's the longest story they've been telling. And Brian Cena might have been the thing of the weekend last year. So, you know, and I know I wasn't looking forward to that. So, again, they could be completely blow me away, and this could be the coolest thing of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Even though this, even like this, the build to this card has been lackluster, I have no doubt that I'll, I'll be blown out the water. Like, I expect to give this a showstopper when we, when we talk about this next week. I really do. And what I feel is going to be the main event of night one, Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, 
we're kind of we're, we're going to see. I I do feel I talked about this with Rhea Ripley. I do think we're going to see somewhat of a change of the guard with Bianca and Rhea Ripley leaving as champions because kind of phasing out um, the four horsewomen and Ronda Rousey for the most part because they basically ran the women's division over the last five to six years. So I do think we'll see a change in the guard there. The build to this has been completely terrible. As much as I love Reginald, he was in this too way too long, and um, I'm interested to see. You love him. I, he's perfect. I love Reginald. And especially like 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 he's perfect. Nia Jax being a sugar mama is the role she's meant to play. Like she could take me to Hat Club anytime. <laughs> she can take me to Hat Club anytime. <laughs> Any, anytime. Just just take the wig off. And um oh, I, I'm in, I'm interested in, I'm interested to see like the role Sasha plays in this match, like how desperate will Sasha get into, get into this match? I'm also looking at Bianca's showcase of her being the EST in this match and the, the thing Sasha's going to actually have to pull up to try to beat Bianca. And you already kind of know when this match ends, you're going to get the the tears and shit like we always get in these, main, these big-time women's matches. So thoughts on this entire feud and who you think wins? Feud has not really excited me. Uh, two very talented girls. Um, if it main events, congrats to both of them. Big congrats to Bianca Belair. That is a huge moment. To wrestle, uh, main event WrestleMania, she'd probably, I would want to most feel like she would be the youngest person to ever main event WrestleMania. Um, that's a stat for everyone to look up. However, um, I, I like your take. It could be a change of the guard. That's not my prediction. I think Sasha retains. Really? I think Sasha is one of the biggest stars WWE has. She is easily one of the biggest female stars the company has. She's arguably the greatest wrestler the company has. I think it's a huge moment, and she has a name value. And if the SmackDown Women's title is in the main event of WrestleMania night one, Sasha Banks holding the strap at the end, that is something that could be touted about, talked about, and be seen on the news. <laughs> Similar to Sasha with two be- or I'm sorry, Becky with two belts two years prior, um, you know, or mid-level shows, Ronda being advertised. Like Sasha's got the name value. Uh, I'm going with Sasha in this one. Yeah, I'm going with Bianca. Uh, I have no doubt Sasha has no problem putting Bianca over in this spot. This actually, I'm, I'm, I know this means so much to them. So I know she cried about losing a smack to the tag titles. <laughs> yeah, and stomped her feet all on the floor. <laughs> but I'm, go, I'm going with Bianca Belair, and I, I and I already have the and new picture ready for the gram. <laughs> um, the Raw Women- get that and still ready as well. <laughs> I got the Raw Women's Title Oscars on the channel. Oscar's going to defend against Rhea Ripley on night two. Like I said, I believe this opens night two. Rhea debuted on the March 22nd episode of Raw and has destroyed Asuka ever since. And I think this is good for Asuka because Asuka has essentially carried the Raw Women's Division since last year, since Becky left, and had really had nobody nobody really to face and nobody really been seen as a threat. So who, who leaves as a Raw Women's Champion? Is it Rhea or Asuka? I see Rhea. She... You know, going back to what you said about McIntyre, she really did lose a moment last year. Um, and it's a shame because I was excited and looking forward to maybe Balor defending the NXT title or Mania. But I get why that's not happening. But last year, we could have had 
an NXT title for the first time being defended or Mania. And it, I mean, it happened, but it didn't happen. So, you know, or, or defended in front of a crowd, defended in, in a football stadium, and that didn't happen. Um, maybe she wouldn't have dropped the strap if it was in front of a crowd. Pro- or, yeah, maybe she wouldn't have. But she probably would have. Charlotte probably would have got the title either way. But it would have been a bigger and better moment. It would have been a bigger, better, and more memorable match. Nobody remembers that match. I can't remember the finish. Did she tap to in the figure eight? Mm-hmm. Did she get pinned? I, well, I don't know. I don't remember it. Um, Rhea wins. Rhea's a star. Asuka's been great. She always will be great. But I see uh, Rhea Ripley taking the Raw Women's title home with her. Yeah, I agree. Rhea Ripley will leave the Women's Champion. Now, the rest of night one... Um, I'm interested. I'm interested in this for you. Uh, so the Raw Tag Team titles, AJ Styles and Omos, are going to challenge a new day here. Now, Accolade Ec- Alert is in full effect here because if AJ wins, he's officially a Grand Slam champion. Um, some people, have, I've heard a lot of people complain about AJ Styles deserves better, but sometimes you're just going to end up in this spot. AJ's been a in a high WrestleMania match his entire time in WWE. So, what are your thoughts on the AJ and Omos challenging the new day? So I got a few thoughts because, um, you know, I, there's all the articles going on right now about AJ wanting a match with Hunter. That's not happening, whatever. Um, but then there's been articles that we've seen over the years of AJ wanting to eventually win a tag title and want to do it with Balor for obvious reasons. Um, thankfully to wrestling that is provided elsewhere outside of WWE, Tag teams and tag team championships are respected because the SmackDown tag titles are being defended for WrestleMania on Friday or on a special Friday SmackDown. Then we're about to have, and spoiler, this is my prediction, AJ and Omos is going to win. Omos is going to win in his first match ever. He's going to win. So it's a makeshift, not real tag team. He's going to win the tag titles at WrestleMania. And... How often do they do something stupid with the tag titles? I mean, specifically, these are the Raw tag titles. We were there in New Orleans. A nine-year-old won the damn tag titles. <laughs> so it, it's Mania. Like, the only time Mania ever really put respect on the tag titles, uh, what? When the Hardys came back. I, I mean, uh, it's just it's a joke, and it's sad. Um, I don't care for this. If... So they want to give AJ – it's like AJ deserves better, but they're, they're forcing down the viewer's throat. AJ's about to become a Grand Slam winner, whichever night this is. He's going to win the tag titles with Omos. Omos is going to be undefeated and be a champion in his first match. New Day has – you know, just they just won the titles for no reason, but they couldn't have heel versus heel. You got they they stripped the titles off the hurt business. The hurt business didn't need to lose the titles. So hurt business lose the titles. They didn't need to, and then they're disformed. Um, the raw tag division is disgusting. It makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> I'm gonna go with AJ. Was that honest enough? Yes. I didn't even go accolade echoing you. I'm just sick. I know. That's how I knew it was honest. Um, but like you said, the other company, <laughs> you get your tag team fix. And uh, the occasion match between Braun and Shane, this has fucking sucked. Um, this this basically stemmed from Shane calling Braun stupid and owning him, which which Shane was one hundred percent accurate, by the way. Um, this match is going to show what they both do well, 
Braun is great at destroying stuff, and Shane's good off jumping off shit. So, um, Braun and Shane, who wins? Braun. Braun, same here. And something, something that you'll have a little bit of ventured, ventured interest in, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest against The Miz and John Morrison. Now, me imagine, personally... Imagine. The Miz was just the WWE <laughs> champion. And now Morrison, unfortunately, has to take the pinfall. Morrison's going to take the pinfall. <laughs> but the WWE champion is about to lose to a reggaeton artist. Now, a beautiful thing. You'll be shocked. I don't hate this. I don't. The, 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 the I'm Miz, not surprised. The Miz and Morrison song was god-awful. But... Bad. Oh, I figured. I figured you'd be in. Oh no! It was god awful. Oh no! It was god awful. Um, but I gotta give it the bad bunny. You know he's doing his role well. Um, he shows up. He shows up every week. Was twenty four seven champion for a while. Bought the title on TV. On onto other media platforms. But he's done his role really well here. Show, show up every week. Damian Priest is a big part of it as well, who I really like. So I'm gonna go with bad bunny and Damian Priest. And there's a tag team turmoil for the women's to turn no more contenders for the women's tag team championships. Just say anybody. I don't care. Um, I'm going Mandy and Dana Brooke because one, they're hot as hell, and they both deserve the accolade. Neither of them won a title. They're they're back there. They do a lot on social media. They show up. They look good. They're, they you know, they, 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 I'm going to keep going on the look good, but you know, they, they train, they try to make themselves better. Dana, clearly she's obviously, we all know if you've been a long time fan, she's been there a good bit longer than Mandy. Um, they deserve to win it. Um, however, damn near all these teams though. I just want the titles to change. That's all I care about. Uh, so I'm going to jump ahead. Whichever team wins, I hope they win the belts. Um, the Riot Squad, I mean, live living her time in NXT. Ruby Riot, who we all thought she'd probably would have won a singles title by now. Uh, is Billy Kay going to be in this match with the no name partner? Uh, you got a decade, uh, uh, decade of destruction with um, Natalia and Tamina. And I always tip my hat to Tamina because she's a good soldier and she just keeps being there. I remember I used to get roasted on this this little avenue. Uh, about three years ago for, you know, pulling for her in the brand slip. Um, I feel like there's another team we're leaving out. Well, oh, the, my gosh. The Hurt Business. No, this is women's. Hey, Naomi and Lana. Oh, Naomi no, and Lana. oh my I'm God. Oh, my God. Get her away from Lana. But um, what, if they come out to, what if they come out to the Hurt Business theme music? Oh God. Now, see, that's actually something I want to happen. I want MVP to take Naomi from Lana because – it's easy to forget that Lana and Lashley were "quote unquote" married, so I want I him. It. <laughs> so I want him to take Naomi from her. And to use the example, look, example of look, look what I did for this guy when I took him from her. So I want that to happen for for Naomi, poor Naomi. But my pick, if they're in the match, is going to be Carmella and Billy Kay because I'm not sure if you saw, but Carmella took Billy Kay's resume, and uh, this whole resume thing has been amazing with Billy Kay. And um, if they're not in it, I'll go with the Riot Squad, and I hope the Riot Squad wins on night two, the, the tag title. Riot Squad. And for the rest of night two, is the IC title match between Biggie and Apollo Cruz, who found a character, thank God, in a in a bad accent. Better keep 
you know, I, I feel bad for uh, Apollo because it'll be like his third or 17th time challenging for the title. But I'm pulling for my boy A. Keep the strap on him. So, prediction and warrant. Yeah, I think Apollo Crews is going to win because this is um, essentially his match. It's, it's a Nigerian something match. Uh, drum. Yeah, drum. yeah, Nigeri- Nigerian drum fright. So, that's his t- style match. And I love all the interactions that both of you guys have had. I thought their match at Fastlane was really good, even on SmackDown in the backstage brawl. So I'm going to go with Apollo Crews because this is, is his match, essentially. And uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, who are you going with? And, or thoughts? Um, man, it's so funny to see where they're at. And then last minute, like nine days before Mania, eight days before Mania, Logan Paul's somewhat in the storyline, and for all we know, Friday night he might be part more part of the match by then. Um, I want to go with Kevin Owens because I love Kevin Owens. Now, have you seen? But he always loses, so I'm going with Sami Zayn. Okay, now this whole like delusional thing in a con- conspiracy theory, Sami Zayn filming the documentary. I think is I'm not sure if you have you, have you ever seen a, a Long Came Polly. Jeez. Uh yeah. Okay, like so when it came out. Okay, so I'm not sure if you remember this, but Sandy Lyle, uh, he was filming a documentary of himself and trying to sell it to E, which he but he kept saying it was E E's trying E was he kept he lied the entire movie say E was filming it for them, but he was filming his own documentary to sell to E. So this is what Sammy Zane's kinda of doing, and I really love it. And the whole Logan Paul thing, I I was gonna I I was like, why is he here on SmackDown? But Nobody I knows. but the whole segment I loved. Like Sami Zayn with the suit and dancing on this other stuff. Perfect. Per- perfect the Sami Zayn. Yeah. Per- perfect. The suit, magnificent. Um I'm going with Kevin Owens to be to beat Sami Zayn and for the United States. I hope you're right. And for the US title is Matt Riddle and Sheamus. I can care less about this. Matt Riddle. Sheamus. Sheamus, after those amazing matches he's put on with McIntyre for the past month plus, deserves it. Rumor has it Riddle wasn't supposed to win the title. It was supposed to Keith be Lee. Um, Keith Lee, but whatever's going on with him. Um, Sheamus, and again, we just, you know, company guy. Sheamus has been there for how long? Uh, Miz has been there for how long? <laughs> won the WWE title 10 years ago. It was about 10 years ago, Sheamus was, uh, or maybe eight years ago, he was U.S. champ. Uh, he deserves us, and um, he'd be a good heel to hold it, especially if you're going to have McIntyre, babyface with the world title. Let's put a heel with the mid-card title on Raw. I'm pulling for Sheamus on this. All right, so that's the WrestleMania card, and tomorrow, well, depends when you're hearing this, so WrestleMania access, they're going to have some figure reveals, and... I kind of have an idea of some things that um, we're going to see because I've seen some vi- some leak vi- some video leaks from in the past couple of months of things that I'm sure we're going to see. Spoiler more than you. Yes, of course. Well, it's not really a spoiler if it's known knowledge out there. Um, but you have some things that you like to show off first, I believe. So unless those are empty already, they're not. They're not. They're not. They're not. Um, I'm going to try to snip you over a little bit of audio. Maybe you can clip in something extra right here. See what uh, some other opinion is on it. However, 
I'll dive through it real quick on my, my take. AEW Unrivaled Series 4. Finally, uh, touchdown today. The only thing I dove right into, I don't know why I picked this one. I was kind of bored. I was doing 100 things at once earlier today. You were thinking was Matt Hardy. I figured yeah. I didn't want to overexcite myself. I was either going to do Kenny or Cody since I already had their figures. But I was like, I've had a lot of Matt Hardy figures in my life. Um, outside of his basics, I have every elite that he, he – well, yeah, I think. How I'm many early sure elites does he have? Uh, you might not I have, have – he has two early ones. I don't think you – you might – I know you have one. Yeah, I have one. And I have one modern basic, which is a chase. Not that basics matter, but I have one basic of him. I had no basics of his brother. Um, but I have all his all, all his elites that really matter. I guess I might I could be missing one early one from like the first ten series. This figure is awesome. Uh, my first take and maybe only only complaint is I think this may be a little too tall. I might be wrong. Uh, Matt Hardy, if I'm correct, is about six foot one according to Wikipedia. I stood this next to a Bobby Fish figure, which he damn near towered over. Bobby Fish, I think, according to Wikipedia, is 5'10". So a three-inch difference. I don't know if it's a tower. However, it may be okay. It may be okay. Um, Matt Hardy seems very good. Um, I'm going to scoot these to the side real quick. Go do this in my preferred order. Also new to the AEW line. Next one up is uh, Sammy Guevara. His first action figure, to my knowledge. This is from the debut episode of Dynamite. October 2nd, which I guess if the picture is accurate to the figure, which I almost think it's not, which I never realized. So, right? Huh, okay. I'll be all over the place. So, I don't know how anal some people are. For some reason, I thought the Cody... I thought the Cody from this set was from the debut episode oh. of Dynamite, which which it is not. But, all right, so it's from the last summer, June 29th. But I guess this must have been right before he got the tattoo, not too much farther. I feel like he's had the tattoo longer than he has. For some reason, I thought this was the debut, which I'm now just realizing the debut gear is from the Cody with the UK ring which I've been ready to pull the trigger on. So now <laughs> after seeing this, that's coming sooner than later. Um, I don't know if for the audio purposes and annoying everyone, I don't know if I'll open them all just so they don't have to do the bad audio. But it's a good noise. Crowd signs. Um, Are yours the same signs? Because they're supposed to be different signs. I'm sure that's probably what I got because I got bad luck like that. I will check in a moment. Uh, Sammy next to Matt. Matt's a little taller, so that makes him smile. Face is funny. If you heard the audio we're going to insert earlier, you will laugh about Sammy's face. Um, this figure's pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, the whole set's really fire. It's actually funny, and all the long-time listeners know, I'm not sure about my drinking issues. I, these arrived, and I literally jumped on my email account. I'm like, did I pre-order Series 5 yet or not? Because <laughs> I really, I knew I had a shipping notification from Ringside, but I didn't check to see if it was 
Series 4 or TNT Cody. I was almost more excited hoping it was TNT Cody because I've seen so many pictures of these. Yeah, I think why mine haven't shipped, I think I paired them with TNT Cody. And I think, uh, and I think the I think there um, the was a big difference between when you ordered and what I did. So that when I when I sent you that these arrived and you had nothing going on, I assumed but the thing that is like, was the, the case. But the thing is, like, I don't remember. <laughs> I said, I said, I think I do. I don't. Cause I remember where I was when I pre-ordered the Matt and Kenny. But it's like I could have sworn I pre-ordered TNT Cody day up. I remember where I was. Although, so I showed my girl this uh, these figures on a FaceTime call earlier because of accessories and a certain tag team. And she was not impressed, but (laughs) I did run up up on her and say, yo, this is how everybody be in your DM. Uh Uh-huh. So for the listeners that don't have the video footage. Is that what you uh, said? Yes. All my my Sammy Guevara signs say, hit me up. These signs, these signs are good. So a dope thing tip to everyone at Jazzwares because you got one. Two, three, four, five. Whether they're different or not, you got five quality crowd signs for your fig fed. And a WWE Mattel, you'd get one, and the the quality of that one would be worse than one of those. So definitely tip my hat to them for that. Um, Okay, so I brought up the Cody. Cody Series 4. I was very excited about this one. Um, now that we went over the date and I was excited because I thought this could be his gear from episode one of dynamite, which is not, I really want the chase of this now. I, I wanted this. I kind I, 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 there's certain guys I wanted the chases of, I think the only chase I really, really want at this point, which makes little to no sense is the Moxley. Um, but I do want the chase Cody from this. Um, yeah. So enough of that. Here's Kenny, and again, this does not match his AEW Dynamite Episode 1 gear. This is that's full gear, isn't it? All out, 2019, all out? Okay. Chicago, Illinois, against Pat. Um, which, again, first pictures, I thought this was supposed to be him from the six-man tag with the Bucks. I thought this matched the Bucks gear. Then I started seeing more pictures a couple weeks ago. I'm like, wait a minute, that don't match. Um, both these figures are awesome. Uh, this... I don't have the TNT in hand yet, but I think these are both the best figures of both these guys thus far. Yeah, I only got the Kenny in the mat from that set, and um, I passed on Cody for the TNT. So that's all you got from the set. Yep. Well, there's no black people, so you can't call me racist. <laughs> these are the best figures of the set. Maybe the most underrated tag team in tag team wrestling. Oh, they, they look good. I'm not denying that. These figures are awesome. Santana and Ortiz from February 12th of 2020, right before the pandemic. Inner circle gear, chancletas, socks with foreign objects, Puerto Rican flag. I mean, these are insane. Um, yeah, I've been liquidating my mock collection of figures, but like, I wish I could keep these mock and get these signed. And prior to their AEW career, I was not fans of these guys, but uh, their theme music bangs. This, th- these are cool figures. These are 
They look just like them. Uh, yeah, I got nothing but good things to say. AEW Series 4 leaps and bounds over one through three. And I love all three series. I have all three series. Um, and I'll keep completing them for the foreseeable future. Okay. So, with running through them, I'm going to shoot off two questions for you real quick. Um, you kind of, you, you just said Matt and Kenny, those are the only ones from this yes. series that you bought, correct? Yes. All right. So series five, SCU. I, Jurassic, I don't know Jurassic. what they look like. I, I can't yeah, go off I of molds. Do you, off, off the cuff, I know you put opinion out there. I know you haven't seen them. Is there anyone that you think? So I guess and I, I, everyone's collectorism is different, but I mean, is there anyone that you're like, yeah, I, I, you just need it? Because some of these, because again, this is going to be kind of like Series 4. Series 4, you got, well, you got three guys as their debut action figure, four guys as their de- debut AEW figure. Where, where's Jake? Where's Jake? Is he a Series 6? Uh, yes, 6. 6, okay. So are any of these that are guys that you're like, yo, I just need it to need it, or none of them are is is it's that deep. Well, none of them is it's not that it's not that deep because like like you know how I am with AEW, you know, I'm not like I'm at the point where I just like I just want to enjoy a good show, you know, and, and some like do I tune in on a weekly basis? No, but do I like catch the clips? Yes. And like for um um LAX, for example, you know, it's undeniable how good they are. You know, but it's like I like you. You have the same things. Like I have no connection with LAX. Like it's like, oh my god, those figures are awesome. But it's like I have like, and eh, like if I see it in person, may I pick it up? Yeah, but it's like, no, nah, I'm good. Send yeah. me your so. Go ahead. Sorry, cut you off, but I, I, and yeah, I just I think, and again, being such a fan of the company and the alternative, just remembering their debut with the black hoodies, pulling their hood down. Their their first match, everything them being part of this vocal faction, I just yeah. So for that, you have that at moment. One point, but now um, I'm hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, so, yeah. So like, like for you, for example, you have that moment to go off of like, oh my god, I was there for the for the debut mm-hmm. episode of um, Dynamite when they pulled the hoodie their um, hoods off and stuff. So you have that moment. Like me, it's like I've seen. Well, I them. think I think that was it was double or nothing where they debuted. No, it was correct. No, what? Wait, their debut match. Their debut. Their debut, match. I believe, was at. The um, that was their debut match, but I think they were already advertised as their as the partners. It may have been uh, it was some show before Dynamite because you knew they were going to be in the match between if it was like being the elite or something. You knew they were gonna they were the guy because it was going into Dynamite. All out was the show before the first Dynamite. Then it was that. But no, we weren't at all out. So. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see their debut live, like their, their like when they first showed up. Uh, yeah, I I don't know, but I just I, I obviously yes, I do know I was there for their first match, but I knew going to DC that day, I knew they were in the main event with Jericho. Yeah, now like, can they change my mind? Absolutely, you know. But like, if I'm not really invested, I'm not going to like. Go yeah. on pre-order right away, and then you don't got twenty thousand figures like me. I get it. <laughs> I'm close, but um, 
it's like especially with, with the whole ringside thing with the AW figures. You gotta get them right away because with the time, yeah. with, the, with the travel and uh, like I, I I got Leah now, so I can't be traveling. So should, I mean, that that's my whole thing. Where it's like uh, now I'm beating myself up when these arrive. I'm like, did I not pre-order Series Five? Because I'm almost at this point where I'm like, I, I accepted it. I pre-order them on ringside. Just yeah, go. they should be in. I think it said late May because like, I still like I still check to see if the molds get um they actually get new renders instead of just the mold because. I be, like there was a box shot, so I'm pretty sure that they're done. So they should be. I just I think Kazarian month. and someone else. Were, there was leaked pictures that are not confirmed that just came out. Kazarian and who's in the line that has already had a figure? Um, Mox and Hangman. Maybe it was the Mox. It was either Mox or Hangman. It was Mox. You up. sent it to me. It, it was a repaint. You sent it to me. Mm. You know, but, but like as of now, the only ones I would get would be Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. As of now, and um, I think, and I haven't gotten the Dustin, but I did get the Blood Brothers on pre on back order. Um, Lucy. No, they 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 on back order on ringside. Oh, okay, okay. So I did. Yeah, order mine. I, got, I still got tucked. I uh, I did get. Which I'm thinking about. So for the longtime listeners and people that give a damn about the figure talk, um, Prep Aaron and I did the AEW Unrivaled Series 1 pre-order. And my Brandy box was in all right shape. And for some reason, I was reading everything that that was the hard figure to get. So I didn't open it. I opened the other five. And that one's still been sitting in the box. I pre-ordered Series 2. They've been open. I've gotten... Five out of six, or five out of the six from three open. Brandy, they did that ringside, which I wish I would have. I, I wish I would have been fast, and I would have just bought a whole set for one fifty because they had a mock option for that, which is a deal. It would have been an investment or something just to hold and do something with ten years from now. Um, but I did buy a damage package coat uh, brandy for twenty seven bucks. Oh, not bad. So yeah. I haven't opened that. I'm gonna open that soon, and then probably come to my realization and just sell the other one for hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, because the one thing, like one person I'm waiting for her figure is is Britt Baker, and there's supposed to be allegedly a two pack with Britt coming out. I believe I believe this came out a few weeks, a couple months ago. The report from Ringside as supposed to be an exclusive. I think it'll be Britt and Tony. Which that would be dope. Which I think. And I'm looking forward to that. And like for Series 6, I thought they would do MJF in a, in a suit, but it, it's not. It's just a repaint as well. The Jericho, he'll have a different scan as the mold shows. And um, the only one I'm actually like really interested in is Sheeta. Chases are not confirmed for that. So I don't right? recall. I don't recall. Yeah, if I, or, I'm trying to remember. Are Chases confirmed for 5? Uh, I don't remember that either. Yeah, because so I know for this set, yeah, this set is Matt and Cody, um, which Cody will be outside of the TNT figure. It'll be his other figure with the neck tat. Um, I, I would love, and I, I doubt they give him the chase figure, but I would love for it to be Jake and street clothes. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, what have we really, like, outside of if you watch Dark, like, Jake's had what five AEW matches? Like Jake and black slacks and a green polo is what I need as a figure. <laughs> so, 
So we're access being tomorrow or today, depending on you listening. Uh, I have some Let's go th- back north. Yeah, I have some th- some notes from things I know that are coming out per some YouTube videos I saw before. Before I say those, just give me some things you have a wish list, and then I'll hit on with things that we can expect to see. Great question. You know, um, I think the easiest thing that comes to my mind is the Herpes disc. Uh, disbanded or not, um, I really want MVP. I, I think MVP, whatever line he's coming in, he deserves a chase figure. Um, Royal Rumble gear, and then one time where he challenged um, – Apollo. Uh, Apollo for the U.S. title. Um, I I can't tip my hat off to him enough. Similar to what I was saying about Santana and Ortiz, I, I think everyone that's listening to the show, or you know, if you're a longtime listener or a religious listener, I'm not a fa- I was not a fan of MVP. We had a beautiful experience with him at a House <laughs> of Hardcore. Um, I missed his entire WWE run. His first run, I missed the entire thing. I think I saw him on one of those like fan fan nights where it'd be like him, Evan Bourne, and Matt Hardy. Like they were sitting in the back, and the fans picked who faced Mo Dixon standing in the ring. Mm-hmm. And when he didn't go out, but he was standing back there. Um, so, I, you know, I caught a couple from buying a DVD at a Ollie's or Big Lots for five bucks and watching an old WrestleMania and seeing him in a match. Again, I knew nothing about this guy. I knew he was a former U.S. champ and a tag champ. But this guy has been gold, and he has been an unsung hero of WWE. He resurrected three guys' career, two guys that needed it more than the other. Uh, I look forward to him getting an elite. Um, Showing Benjamin and Cedric in her business gear. Uh, Bobby Lashley with the first elite of the new U.S. title. Uh, those are four figures I'm really looking forward to. Um, outside of the box, I would like updated suit figures. of. I guess we do got that basic Triple H coming. Uh, I would like another Shane McMahon in a suit figure. I would like, and maybe an Elite this time, uh, another, another uh, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon in a suit. You got the old school one from a year or two ago. That's too tall. Um, and then you, you have that basic from like 10 years ago that was a Toys R Us mail away I think um I guess another Michael Cole I have that build a figure that I think I'm still missing a chase uh chess piece and let me try to think if there's anything damn I feel like you know we we got a elite McIntyre that should be hitting shelves soon with a, a baby face smile um yeah, that's, that's all I got. I mean, I guess there should be some flashback stuff, but nothing that's that, that's ringing the bell that I'm chomping at the bit for. Okay, so for me, I don't have like a long wish list, but um, I really want a 2001 Edge King of the Ring with the trophy. I really Silver want tights? That. No, it was white and red. Okay. I, I really want that. Um, I doubt we'll get it, especially this early, but a, a classic RBD. King of the Ring. Oh, from one night stand with both the belts. I think that'll be yeah. really cool. But it's I'm not sure if he signed a Legends deal because a friend of the show, um, that James from that nineties wrestling that nineties wrestling podcast, he he did an interview with him and before he went to the Hall of Fame, he talked about how um the WWE was doing a, a um a documentary for him on the network coming up sometime in May. 
but didn't go into details about a Legends deal. I want more Kurt Angle. Yeah, see, the, the Icon series. I'm get, I, my prediction is going to be that he'll be the series finale. Yeah. I, I, Which, if I, you haven't watched any of that, the Yoko Zuna episode, amazing. Um, I want more Kurt Angles, but he's on the Legends deal. He, 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 he cleared that up on his podcast. He is or is not? He's not. Which I, I don't know if you listen to his podcast, but I love it. He's he's so sharp. He remembers everything. Um, Which is surprising. Yeah, yeah, it really is. I was shocked. Like he knows dates and everything. You think he's me, but um, yeah, there's not much of a wizard. Maybe because I know certain, I've seen certain things pop up on these YouTube videos. That um, good. So I'll just again to throw out fantasy booking because are, are are you you still got to put out your realistic predictions, right? Yeah, my, my, that, that edge is a realistic prediction. I do, th- I do believe we're getting that. Um, okay. And, and the King of the Ring trophy is something different we haven't seen. Yeah, it, that actually comes. That'd be cool. Yeah, and it was the only legit King of the Ring trophy that they ever did. I, I remember the Jacks uh, accessory pack that that thing. Oh, that really? That had that. Yeah, there was one with like four belts. Um, one thing, and, and normally I'd say there's no chance this would happen uh, again. Give me 10 RVD figures. I want Invasion 01, SummerSlam 01. Um, I want black and yellow e- uh, ECW Invasion t-shirt with navy blue sweatpants <laughs> doing the Frog Splash before Survivor Series. I need it all. Um, one Night Stand, of course, please. That, that could be an ultimate. Give me that as an ultimate. Give me that with the two belts. That would be fire. Um, uh, new Dudley. ECW Dudley Boys, which I'm sure can't happen. Uh, I don't know if Bubba Ray could sign something. Th- that is a grail every year. Um, I did go a little crazy with the stunning Steve um, figure. I did buy an extra. I popped off the head. Oh, I put you you did have Brian, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. Which I never opened until I finally got that. Okay. But I did buy an extra stunning Steve. I popped the head off. I threw it on a Attitude Era Triple H with the jeans. I'm not completely <laughs> done with it. I have it running around with Brian Pillman's extra shirt, but I want it as an ECW Austin. Okay. However, his hair's a little too short. It either needs to be long or shaved. So before I post my Ringmaster Austin, my uh, mock one for sale, I might buy another Hunter in jeans, pop the head off, throw the shave that I almost go through the whole evolution. So in a dream scenario, I would love now that we finally got the Sunny Steve, we got the ringmaster. Um, you could argue that that Harley race build a, build a commissioner. What was a, I see Steve Austin. So the only thing we're really <laughs> missing is the ECW Steve Austin. If we could get that. Yeah. I, I want another, another Trish, which we are getting. Um, there's a couple more Chinas. I would like, is that elite? Yeah, she. Yeah, I'm gonna get into that in a second. Um, hmm. There's not much that I can really ask for, so I'll get into what things I do know that we can expect to see. Uh, so, Elite Eighty, Elite Eighty Seven, we can expect probably expect to see that. Uh, that's Candice LeRae, Santos Escobar, Otis, Oscar, uh, Apollo with the U.S. title, and uh, Bald Braun. So we can expect to see that. The SummerSlam series with Carmella, Seth Rollins, Sid, uh, Triple H, and The Fiend, you probably expect to see that as well. You are getting MVP in Elite 88. Um, not sure what gear the picture here in the Mattel picture is the uh, 
the Black Panther one. I hope it's not because you'll have to work around some of the things for copyrights. Yeah, Royal Rumble. Yeah, Trish is Which coming. Which I think would make the most sense. Yeah, Trish is coming. Um, she is also the chase. Not sure which one. Not sure which Trish we're going to get. I'm sure. I, I hope we get a, um, add to every Trish with the jacket. I think the jacket is a glaring miss for her with the jacket and her, and her hat. I hope we get that. And but the picture, the one that's pictured is her is is current Trish. But she is the chase. So maybe a whole Shelton Benjamin situation with just different color hair, possibly. Um, so in that, you got the Rey Mysterio, Trish, the Chase, MVP, Kushida, another Matt Riddle, and Roman Reigns. In a Kushida, le- I feel like he got pushed back. He did. He's supposed to be like... He did. And, um, an Elite 2-pack with uh, The Rock and Mankind from Royal Rumble. So you get The Rock in the sweatsuit. So you could possibly expect to see that. Because that's been rumored for a long time. This is another thing that I find strange too. Also, also, I want another Kevin Nash, NWO Kevin Nash. That is. Um, Me too. I want to bash it at the beach. I just sold my my uh, sign on. Oh, did you finally? I, I well, yeah, but it was. I had four other elites, and if those four would have sold, I would have got drunk and just opened <laughs> the sign on. So it's. And for Ultimate ten, Series Ten, as of now, the pictures it's. Um, uh, 2002 Rock and John Cena. So two guys that have already had Ultimates. Yeah, and um, the thing with the Ultimate thing, especially with it heading to Amazon, they, I'm, I'm sure you heard this already, but they want guys that move. Especially for um, the fan takeover lines. Like, it's crazy. You see, like, these Ultimates are reselling for gang. I know. That's why I don't play with them. It's like, if I see them, like, I'll buy, like, I don't care if I got to spend a couple of more dollars on ringside because I don't need to hold up the yeah. Shawn Michaels situation. So if I got to spend a more, couple more dollars, then that's fine. I don't really care because, like, you I can't believe what The Rock is doing. You have The Rock, don't you? Yeah, because that was Amazon. Like, that, that is different. Like, that was a specific Amazon exclusive. So I, I expected yeah, that. Yeah, but to I didn't think it was going to be like that. Did you get I've it? Seen Am- no? Amazon exclusives. Look at Triple H. That Attitude Era Triple H. No, I don't have that. Oh, you didn't get it. I, don't, okay. I didn't get the rock. That's one of the few elite rocks I don't have. Yeah, I got that one. And um, what, and there's also a rumor going around that there's an ultimate Undertaker and Kane going to be out, coming soon. This this from this, this is from the same source of construction, <laughs> but I'm not sure what era it's going to be. From the era that the guy posted, it was a, like a, I believe a '97 '98 Taker, and Kane is just essentially Kane at this point. But I want a 2001 Kane, but it's hard to pull Kane off with Ultimate Edition when he just wears a mask. True, true. Um, I guess they could fuck with the hair, but. Well, you know, man, dude, uh, going on another tangent, uh, we can loop back the figures real quick. And this has literally been something I've, I've wanted for Kane for a decade. Did you watch any of the Hall of Fame? I have not. So I skipped through it. I really did want to see the NWO. I, I watched the majority of it, actually. I really did just want to watch the NWO, Kane, Bischoff, and Van Damme. Really looking forward to Van Damme. I feel bad for all of these guys. And I did really want to see Liars, but he wasn't there. Um, I feel bad for these guys not having a crowd. Um, and I guess because of Hillbilly Jim, they don't get inductors no more. Uh, I know that's been a thing that I guess has been going on for a few years. Um, ah, man, I, these guys deserved 
somebody to induct them and give them that fire speech, especially for the ones that couldn't talk. Um, but Kane, you know, uh, this is definitely the 10-year-old me talking. I always hoped, and I remember being 20 years old, 21, getting back into wrestling and saying, Kane's going to go to the Hall of Fame one day. And I really hope he comes out to his original theme music. Oh, did he? He didn't. Oh, okay. He didn't. And it broke my heart. <laughs> he came out and he had in the glass case like he gave to Steph. He had the modern day mask. And I'm like, but like, and it's crazy when you think about certain wrestlers like Kane's got that 25 year career and that's, that's Hall of Fame worthy as it gets. And with all due respect, but like somebody like the Bellatons who are around for a dozen years, they get a Hall of Fame. But like Kane's, Kane's debut to Kane first coming off the mat to losing the mask, that's a Hall of Fame career on its own. And I just feel like that whole original Kane, I just feel like it's almost lost. But his, uh, he probably had like the best video package. Um, he had a, he had a real good speech. I and heard JBL's was a good. A little more of everything. JBL's, I, I kind of skimmed around it. Okay. I, did, I, I didn't get to watch the package, which I wish I did. Um, I, I think I skipped through because I wanted to get caught up. I started watching it late. Okay. Now, I, I usually don't always watch the Hall of Fame. I think the last time I watched the Hall of Fame was like the <clears throat> Kurt Angle speech. I'm not, I'm not usually like a Hall of Fame guy, but I'm curious now. And I heard Eric Bischoff was good too. Yeah, yeah. His, his, um, he, he had some good pops because supposedly all these people were told they got like five minutes. Oh, really? And I think I think I think one of the fellas, I think Nikki said we were told we had three to five minutes each. <laughs> so Eric Bischoff came out and he said, I'm gonna be quick, I'm gonna get ready right to it because I was told I got three minutes. <laughs> Did I just say three minutes? And I was like, Whoa. Oh yeah, and I'll, then, I would and then we'll circle the conversation back after the her business, the number one figure I want is the Mattel yeah. Eric Bischoff. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if you heard uh, Smart Mark, what he did. He just popped the head off of a Jax and put it on that Amazon Triple H body. But um, I'm with you on that one. Bischoff ain't that tall. I know. Yeah, I, I heard him do that. He also doesn't recognize that the giant NWO elite figure should be posed with NWO figures. So, he, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> There's, I don't know how he does a beer. Yeah, he does a beer podcast. He's obviously drinks more than me because he's out of his mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else you need to talk about? Just you, man. Just you. I want to talk about you. Oh, man. Ain't much to me. I got to work in the morning. That's what's up. <laughs> um, I guess just to, to wrap it up, because I, I would assume there will be a, a, some type of reel for a, a seven or a ringside exclusive outside of the two-pack with Burt Baker is there anything you're hoping for from AEW figure-wise? Um, well, I know we're not going to get a suited MJF as of now. That's it. Um, with AEW figure, out, go ahead. I was going to say, out of anyone that could come in a suited figure, it was like we haven't had a suited figure of an AEW guy first. Would you want a suited MJF before a suited Cody? Um. I, I kind of want them evenly, because you know okay. they, they're both synonymous with suits. They're always wearing a suit, yeah. so like I'll take either or. But I know we'll get it in the line eventually. Like it also Britt Baker, like I said, I can't wait for her because like I, she's amazing. Oh my god! Yeah, I, yo, like 
she is one of the few people that like I, I was like I I do need her bloody t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, she she's and, great. And she's got two two of them bloody t-shirts. Like it's yeah. like it's like Becky esque. Yeah, like she's like been on an, she's on like a whole other level. And like she's like the shining spot of AEW now. Like I said, I understand the whole t- the whole point of the title doesn't ma- like certain people don't need a title. She doesn't really need it, but it's like we're two years in, and she hasn't even sniffed it yet. Like, come on. Yeah. But um, when she finally does sniff it, it's gonna be good. Oh yeah. my god, dude! What about when we get a Thunder Rosa figure? Yeah. Yeah, her too. Um, they said we're getting a Sheeta because like those are my three favorite women in AEW. We need we need another Brandy because that because that first Brandy is starting to look rough. Serena Deeb. Honorable mention, top four. She, I'm not saying it's going to come with the NWA women's title. Don't mark me out. Oh, no, Penelope Ford. Oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I never mind. Uh-huh. I called her vlog yesterday. She oh, really? just moved back to PA. I'm about to pull up. You have to sabotage that marriage <laughs> promptly. Well, somebody has to because, good Lord, uh, Kip Sabian is terrible. But, um... um, One last thing because, and I think I just heard this on the major, but... At some point, you know, we're four series in, four series is from AEW that if you pre-order from ringside you and use code MMADNESS, um, you could have the first four series in hand. Uh, there's a fifth series, the pre-order is up. The sixth series is known. So a lot of figures, but eventually at some point, maybe, and I think I early on before like, before series two shift, I made the idea of like, you know, maybe around series 10, they'll dabble with some of these throwbacks. Like, you know, they got Taz, they got Jake the Snake. Oh, yeah. They got DDP. I they completely got forgot about that point. But like, they can eventually do some of these older guys. I, I, I'll spill the beans. My first and my, my, my dream, because Mattel never did it, it would be a Taz. Mm-hmm. Correct height, please. Give me a Taz with the FTW belt. Mm-hmm. Um, before I, you give your hot take, I just think it would be insane if in about a 12-month stance, you got WWE who pulls out a Legends Jake the Snake Elite with a chase. You got Pro Wrestling Tees who puts out a micro brawler with a chase. And then if before the full year's up, if AEW can put out an unrivaled modern-day Jake the Snake God forbid they give him a chase, <laughs> but you could have five to six Jakes put out by three different companies, three different manufacturers, three different full size. Tip my hat to him. I, I actually hope he gets it. I, I mean, I really want Taz to get it the most. Talk about an accolade. Um, but yeah, Taz definitely. Um, I'm not a big Sting guy, but I'm interested, <clears throat> I'm interested to see what they do with Sting. So with you saying that, I don't know if you noticed, but they just put out, and it's for seven days only. It just went live yesterday. He has a old school Stinger, Surfer Stinger AEW shirt that just dropped. I saw it. I don't know if you remember the company. Yeah, Top Rope Tuesday, they used to put out a t-shirt, and the t-shirt's live for seven days. After the seventh day, the shirt's scrapped, doesn't exist. So I saw that. That's the first step AEW's really going with any of these guys. They're putting out merch from their prior mm-hmm. look. So it's they're they're definitely they're they're ready. Ryan Barkin jumped all over it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jer- um, <coughs> Jeremy Pedowers next. I, I don't know why, but I want a Tully figure in, in the jacket. Oh, old, old, yeah, old, old Tully, old Tully. I really want one now. But um, yeah, like 
that's that's about it because like they're legends and like they're still up and running so they're still getting more people day by day but um that's it because like even like the AEW series i have now they're just mostly my favorites for the most part you know actually a weird one which you'll hate but since he's one he always was my guy and i just you know again uh, I'm sh- sure you probably heard or seen Jeremy. Uh, you know, he mentioned this. I believe it was no, it was on Jericho's podcast. Did you listen to Jeremy Pedauro and Jericho? I didn't. <clears throat> Drop the ball. But eventually, it's going to be supposedly every month. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. every every store will have a new line. It'll either be the unrivaled line or the alternative line that they're going to have uh, unmatched. I think it is, but whatever it is, there'll be two AEW lines hitting shelves. And um, one thing I look forward to once the, the waves are, de- are, are deep and they can put out these lower mid-card guys, I can't wait to have an AEW Billy Gunn figure. <laughs> oh, my God. Have a whole gun club. I don't know if I need the whole thing. <laughs> Got to get the whole club. We can't just get one guy. But um, You know I, I'm not pumping the brakes. I'm going to buy them all. I know. I know. Of course you are. So um, I guess that's it for the show. Um. For the returning Egg 2 Fly Eric Trembicki, I'm Aaron Lloyd. Um, for Night Night Prep, I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next week. Talking all of this madness. They talking all of they talking all of they hop on the top rope by the land with his elbow. Got him now, put him down right now, hit him with the palm handle. Tuning up the band, y'all don't understand. Fist of Superman, it's a summer slam. Here we go again. Fans mocking man, man, I hate my balls. Shut the missing man, it ain't safe to land. Off the cell, fans love it, ain't hard to tell. Talking madness, awesome. Well, what I'm cooking, man, y'all off the smell.